At a time when information continues to come at us faster and faster, sometimes you need to hit pause and rewind. NPR's Throughline takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to In the NoCo, a daily slice of Northern Colorado news and happenings. It's Friday, October 27th. I'm Erin O'Toole. Colorado spends a lot of money on K-12 students, but the state allocates much less for adult education. In fact, it's near the bottom of the list nationally. That means some of Colorado's more economically vulnerable adults aren't getting the support they need. We have historically just not funded adult education. Uh, we were the last in the nation to begin funding it in, in 2014, and we have not really pumped that much money into it since. That's Chalkbeat higher education reporter Jason Gonzalez. He says some new laws are helping to shift the focus to adult education and its vital importance, but... We still are near the bottom, even with all of this, but we at least are taking a look at this, trying to make some strides. Gonzalez and I sat down to discuss his recent reporting on the progress that is underway and how state lawmakers are scrambling to repair an oversight in the law that could jeopardize access for adults seeking a high school diploma. Jason, it's good to talk to you. Welcome to In the NoCo. Thank you for having me. So before we dive into your recent article, I want to talk about the scope of the problem here. Statistics show there are about 300,000 adults in Colorado without a high school diploma. Talk about the impact of that for these individuals. Yeah, and it's, I will say it might be more than 300,000. Um, we know it's, it's around that number. And so for them, it really does cause some life challenges, um, economic challenges for them. We know that most of them, or a good portion of them, read at a sixth grade level. Um, they face higher rates of unemployment, and they're earning much less than those who even graduated high school. I think it's a, a few hundred dollars every week because they don't have their high school diploma. So it does cause a lot of uh, hardship on them economically, trying to support their family and support themselves. So it's, it's tough for them. Well, let's turn to the two new laws Colorado passed earlier this year that could potentially turn things around when it comes to increasing the state's investment in adult education. Senate Bill 3 and Senate Bill 7 both had pretty strong bipartisan support. Can you briefly remind us what those bills aim to do? So Senate Bill 3 is a bill that essentially made a free um, adult high school program. It's it's a a small program, so it's not going to really reach a lot of students across the state, but it's a high school adult program in a, in a community and to really help those that are 21 and older get a diploma at no cost. It's it's really like going to high school. And then Senate Bill 7, it actually it puts about $2 million more million into adult education funding statewide. It 
also then requires that any adult education across the state includes adult digital literacy. And part of the reason why that's in there is adults who are getting this high school diploma, they, they are going to go into a digital world. So it's just kind of a no-brainer to help them um, get those skills and make sure that they're ready for whatever work that they go into. And then the other component of this is allowing community college to grant high school diplomas to adults. So what was happening before four is community colleges uh, administer about a third of all high school diplomas in the state and they work with those students but they are not able to actually grant those programs uh, diplomas they have to work with school districts to then confer those those diplomas so even if they're doing all the work um, they can't actually issue those diplomas and so they have to build local partnerships with whoever they have in their service area might be multiple different districts and that could get a little tough for them because it's it's working with so many different school districts and, and making it tough to kind of issue those diplomas, even though they're giving adults exactly what they need. Okay. So both these bills were passed and signed into law. And then what happened? Because you write about a snag that is holding up part of SB7, the component that allows colleges to confer a high school diploma. And it sounds like it's because the language in the bill was changed regarding who will set the standards for a high school diploma. During this process, Senator Rachel Zenzinger called it an oversight. And so there was an amendment that was put in there because the Colorado Department of Education, even though they house the adult high school programs in the state, they don't have any specific standard for diplomas. So that's all left to uh, the districts to, and that's why community colleges were working with them, right? Now, what is happening is because of the amendment, they have to then work with uh, individual districts again, or a district, and many of the colleges across the state serve numerous districts, serve huge areas. And so they would have to then go in and pick a school district to work with and or again, work with multiple school districts, which is the same thing they're already doing. And it just became a what, what the community college system said is an untenable situation to pick and adopt a graduation standard. And then it would be different depending on where you are across the state, which is they did not want. Okay. And so how does this get fixed? What they're trying to do is is ask lawmakers to go back and just fix up that language. There's not an actual solution yet. No one knows exactly where this is going to go to make it. So there's a standard across the state for a high school diploma, but the hope would be that the community college system could have one standard that they teach every adult in the state and everybody gets exactly what they need from that uh, high school diploma and it's relevant wherever they're at instead of having to work with local districts on, on mo many different diploma standards. So they're just going to try to streamline that, which it sounds like they're going to be able to because of the bipartisan support that sent about three and seven and, and how much uh, both sides really see the value in adult high school education. Well, lastly, Jason, these laws do significantly increase the amount that Colorado spends on adult education programs by about $2 million. Does it move Colorado higher up the list of states and what they're spending on adult education? Yeah, it should. And and it, it's not going to get us to really the, the top half, the top tier. 
but it does move move the needle. I mean, you look at states like Connecticut, Oregon, um, based on some a little bit older data, but they're spending about 150 uh, to 120, 130 dollars on uh, adult education per student. I know that doesn't. It's it's still not a lot, but it's it's much much more than where we are at or were at, which was seven dollars per student. Mm. The goal is to remove some of the barriers for adults who already don't have a lot of money to remove whatever financial constraints there might be and make it as accessible to them as possible. And if you see a price tag associated with that, sometimes they just uh, you say, you know what. I'm spending my money elsewhere. I don't have, uh, I really don't have time for this in some respects. And I need to, you know, put my money where it, it's needed most, which is sometimes feeding your family and putting a roof over your head. Right. Jason Gonzalez covers higher education for Chalkbeat Colorado. Jason, thank you so much for your reporting on this. And thanks for talking with me about it today. Yeah, thank you for having me. That's it for us today here on In the NoCo. We'll be back with you on Tuesday with more of what's happening in Northern Colorado. Maybe spooky things that are happening. Speaking of that, we'd love to hear about your Halloween plans. Do you plan to visit a haunted house or Fritzler's haunted corn maze? Will you dress up in costume to take your kids trick-or-treating? Whatever you do, tag us in a photo on Instagram. We're at KUNC915. Our theme music was composed by Colorado artist Robbie Reverb. Our producer is Jocelyn Mesa Miranda. Robin Vincent is our executive producer. I'm your host, Erin O'Toole. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great weekend.